0: Good morning. Good morning. Let's begin. We have the Transfiguration of our Lord this Sunday. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O God, in the glorious transfiguration of your beloved Son, you confirm the mysteries of the faith by the testimony of Moses and Elijah. In the voice that came from the bright cloud, you wonderfully foreshowed our adoption by grace. Mercifully make us co-heirs with the King in his glory, and bring us to the fullness of our inheritance in heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit,
1: one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Exodus chapter 34. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, as he came down from the mountain, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses and behold, the skin of his face shone and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him. And Moses talked with them. Afterward, the people of Israel came near and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken to him in Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the people of Israel what he had commanded, the people of Israel would see the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face was shining, and Moses would put the veil over his face again until he went in to speak with him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the epistle is from 2 Corinthians chapter 3-4. and 4. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. Therefore, Having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or tamper with God's word, but by open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, <coughs> excuse me, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the gospel reading is from Mark
0: chapter 9, 2 to 9. Thanks be to God. Well, we are coming to the end of the epiphany season in the church year. The word epiphany means to make known. And what has been made known throughout these Sundays after the um, of, at, of epiphany and after epiphany is that Jesus is Lord, that he's God himself in the flesh. The wise men worship him. God the Father at his baptism says, This is my son whom I love. With him I'm well pleased. We um, have heard of Jesus, about his various miracles, uh, casting out demons. uh, You know, he makes the blind to see, the lame to walk, the deaf to hear, turns water into wine. And now we come to the climax of the Epiphany season, which um, Jesus takes uh, Peter, James, and John up a high mountain and gives them a glimpse of his, his glory. He is transparent with regard to who he really is. He is God himself in the flesh. His clothes become uh, dazzling white. Uh, the hymn writer talks about, uh, um, let's see, and It Is Good Lord To Be Here, um, that he shines with unborrowed light. He is God of God and light of light, very God of very God, and that he makes clear before He is about to go the road to the cross and ultimately uh, suffer and die for our sins in our place, uh, and then to win the victory over it, uh, bearing our sins, bearing our death, and rising victorious over it. So um, while Jesus is transparent about who he is and what he comes among us to do, even today, we're not very transparent with regard to who we are. In fact, what we seek to do often is to hide who we are, to and specifically with regard to our sins, the things that we don't want other people to see, or we don't want others to think poorly of us, so we we hide the things that we do that um, are not in accord with God's word, that are often mean and or um, uh, just not not what we should be doing. Uh, we don't like others to see our Im, uh, imperfection, our our impurities. So we we hide those things. But Jesus, with the light of his law, he shines right through that, He exposes it, not for the purpose of, of destroying us, but for the purpose of getting rid of it. So uh, uh, he, he scatters the darkness of our sin and death as he delivers the forgiveness of our sins and clothes us with his uh, righteousness. And now we uh, are given to radiate with this borrowed light, this borrowed holiness in our love and our
1: care for one another. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah, a lot of stuff in all of these readings. Yeah, uh, they all it, fit it all fit together really, really well. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting uh, reading that Old Testament lesson that, um, and you're talking about being transparent um, Mm -hmm. uh, unveiling or taking the veil off, so to speak, that Mm -hmm. cloud that, that our sin does to us, separates us from God. I think it was interesting that when Moses went in to talk to God, he took the veil off. Right. Yeah, I know. There's lots of, um, instead of putting the veil on, he takes it, he takes it off. And then when he goes in front of the people, he puts the veil back on. But that, that idea of being transparent. The other thing I wanted to mention is that in the epistle lesson is that, um, Um, that the one thing we have this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. So So to have that transparency, that clear conscience before God by having the transparency, which is difficult.
0: Right, right. Because, um, in, in our world, right, um, we, uh, when people see our imperfections, the things that they we have done you. wrong, they cancel you, right. Um, and you think of even um, the cloud, right, of uh, the Internet or mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, well, the Internet. And, you know, everything you type, every picture you send, mm-hmm. everything um, is recorded. Right, it's mm-hmm. it's um, it's remains there, but isn't it interesting how right. when you're with your phone or whatever, and you're by yourself on the computer, you have this sense of privacy that nobody knows right. what I'm doing, but everybody knows. But the World Wide Web, those you know, um, you do wrong, and uh, they will know it, and this can and will be used against you. Yeah, <laughs> but then you look at how, but God keeps no record. Well, and what, what's interesting about it is, you know, the disciples, Peter, James, and John are enveloped by the cloud of God's presence. And while he knows all, you're right, what he does is he doesn't cancel us, He cancels our sin. He says, as far as the East is from the West, right. so far are our sins. So the one who knows even more than the world wide web, right? He, he knows us. Um, and he knew before coming into the world, he comes into the world to save us, to, to uh, scatter the darkness of everything that's wrong with us. And, and this he does uh, as he comes to us now, um, not to destroy us. He identifies our sins. We, we confess our sins because he knows them anyway. But he has us do that, um, and he takes them away and replaces that with his goodness, mm-hmm. with uh, the bright light of his gospel. So, a lot of good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, and then we're going to go down the mountain with mm-hmm. uh, Peter, James, and John on to Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm.
1: And, it's hard to believe it's uh, already Lent. I know. Coming up February 14th. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. You notice there's the word Lent in Valentine. Yeah, there's no <laughs> Valentine without Lent. Right. No love without Lent. There you go. Okay. I might use that. <laughs> yeah. well, I think I'm <laughs> preaching in that, but maybe I'll. On Ash Wednesday. Oh, so I won't Maybe. take it away from you <laughs> oh, all. You can, you can talk during my sermon. Yeah. That's all right. No, I was I'll, I'll,
0: We could do a joint I'll do sermon. It. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'll talk about it as I'm, I'm talking about the Transfiguration. <laughs> there, I'll steal it from you. A take team sermon. Yeah, there you go. Um, the, uh, the hymn, Jesus on the Mountain Peak, uh, a nice hymn. We'll be singing that on Sunday. Uh, so let's close with that. Jesus,
1: Jesus on the mountain, mountain peak Stands alone in glory blazing, blazing. Let us, sit. we speak. dare to speak, join the saints and angels praising. Alleluia. Trembling at his feet, we saw Moses and Elijah speaking. All the prophets and the law shout through them their joyful greeting. Alleluia. Swift the cloud of glory came, God proclaiming in its thunder Jesus as the Son by name. Nations cry aloud and wonder, Alleluia. This is God's beloved Son. Law and prophets sing before him, first and last and only one. All creation shall adore him. Alleluia.
0: The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. See you on the mountain. <laughs>